All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome to the POA podcast. It is another good day to have a great day, guys. Listen, we have a very special guest today. Um, it's myself and Godfrey. And I know I know this special guest from my previous, my, my previous work, and he's helped me out a lot um, in terms of guiding me, guiding, guiding my business to where it's kind of got into. And he's been a great friend as well in, in terms of like just just motivating me, just always responding to my um Instagram stuff as well, just just boosting me. And if, if it wasn't for him at some point, I, I think I would have had a a spiral, a downward spiral kind of in my motivation. Um so it's I'm I'm really honored to have him here in this in this um in this podcast today. Um I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself because he does a lot of things. <laughs> so um do you wanna do you wanna take the stage? Yeah, thank you, Tony. And um, I, I echo what you say as well. You motivate me too. And, and the conversations that we have also really inspire me. So thank you. Um, welcome. Uh, well, thank you for welcoming me, guys. I really appreciate that. My name's Will. Uh, Will Everett. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and NLP master practitioner. And I use CBT techniques as well. And I'm a mental health first aider. And I've been helping people on and off for a number of years now. And uh, more so over the past year since lockdown happened. I've had some great results using the techniques that I use. Amazing, amazing. Um, Godfrey, do you want to pop up and say anything? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, guys know that I'm a big fan of therapists and, <laughs> and things like that and trying to relearn and unlearn uh, sort of some of the stuff that we go through, the trauma and the pain that we go through. So I'm excited. Uh, so without further ado, the topic today is how does the hypnotherapy benefit one a person and other types of therapy benefit a person? Uh, I'm going to set it off and just ask Will to give us a little sort of rundown on hypnotherapy and the various other therapies that he specializes in so we can sort of discuss and digest some of that information. Test my knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so hypnosis or hypnotherapy um, is therapy using hypnosis. And uh, it's my, my best description of uh, the mind, the human mind, is it's separated into conscious and unconscious. The conscious mind is able to focus on seven to nine things in one go. Uh, and then I describe the mind as like an iceberg. So if you can picture an iceberg in the ocean and that large part coming out the top of the ocean is the conscious mind. That's what it represents. And so as you're looking at it, sun shining on it and it's glistening and uh, you can see that the ice reflecting the sun that holds everything you're currently aware of. And then under the water, under the surface, sorry, is your is the largest part of the iceberg and you can kind of see the start of it from the surface level um, above the water and then it goes way 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 deeper and it's much much larger than the conscious mind and that holds all of the information all of the experiences and all of the memories you've ever had and they get stored in the unconscious mind and sometimes they're relatively close to the water surface which means you can pluck out those pieces of information relatively easy. 
So, for example, as I'm talking to you, you're not thinking about this now, but when I ask you what your mum's name is, you will be able to remember that very quickly. So that's at surface level. However, the deeper you down you go, the more lost the memories are. So childhood memories and especially traumatic events as well. We bury those sometimes in our unconscious mind because we aren't able to deal with them all the time, especially if you're a child when the traumatic events happen. Some people talk about, you know, you put it in a box in a cupboard in the back of your mind. And a lot of people use the phrase for me, oh, it's in the back of my mind. But I like to just describe it as this iceberg. And so what I do with hypnosis is I start off by talking to you and getting you deeper and deeper into a trance and it will be counting down from 10 to 1 constantly talking to you and getting you lower and lower and lower into this trance then when you're there or how I describe it is the doorway between conscious and unconscious mind is opened and so you're shown things potentially in a hypnotic trance that you maybe have forgotten and um, then I can talk to you using positive affirmations and, um, you know, suggestions, positive suggestions, like you'll feel healthy, you'll feel strong, et cetera, et cetera. And I can pluck up those things from the con- unconscious into the conscious, deal with them in a clinical way. And then whatever comes up, uh, we can talk about in a talking therapy to help you deal with them. So usually after a hypnosis session, I ask my clients not to talk about what's happened. And then they, when they go to sleep, usually they experience even more. And uh, then we talk about them on the next session. And once they're out in the open and we're able to talk about them, we can make them a bit more logical and work out patterns to deal with them. I just posted on my Instagram uh, the uh, couple of messages I got from a client today. She saw me a week ago and she's got another session this afternoon after this podcast and she said to me um she had what she joins one of my classes that i do for um energy fitness and trend fit she is a meditation with hypnosis and she said to me um i keep ever since wednesday which was the last class i keep having dreams about the things i need to sort out and I remember them really vividly. It's amazing. I never normally dream, remember my dreams. So all of, all of a sudden, as I've done if sessions with her, I haven't even traditionally hypnotized her. I can get you in a trance without you even closing your eyes. So <laughs> don't be scared. It's all right. Um, <laughs> so by, by me engaging in her in the conversation of getting her to start thinking about all these traumatic events she needs to sort out her unconscious mind the doorway's open and now her mind is giving her all this stuff to deal with so when she sleeps sleeping is is similar to being in trance it's throwing all this stuff up to the surface and for the first time in ages she's remembering it because it's important to her now we can start talking about it now we can deal with it mm. um. And this is actually quite interesting. So I'm, I wanted to ask a couple things, obviously, with that coming of the decluttering of the mind and things like that. Would Is hypnotherapy something that you think a lot more people need to partake in as a way of starting to sort of unpack some of that stuff? Obviously, some other people are on a different part of their journey and so forth. But do you think, would you recommend this type of therapy to a lot of people? 
Yeah, absolutely. And when I use the technique in my meditation classes, so it's meditation with hypnosis. And sometimes I've got eight people. And then the class I had with energy fitness the other night, I had 60 people. Uh, the general feedback is that people sleep really well afterwards. And they feel I've had people message me saying I used to suffer with anxiety. And since in your classes, I don't get anxiety anymore. Uh, I had one lady last year in November message me saying, I work for the NHS and I've had insomnia since February. And since joining your classes, I don't have it anymore. I sleep through the night. Wow. And this is, that's just two examples. I get messages all the time from people, all the time. So, like, for me, I, would, I, I always find it interesting um, when I talk to people that actually work within that sector of any yeah. sort of therapy is, firstly, what are the challenges that a lot of people have in terms of accessing these services? So, for example, like my key thing is meeting you, for example. I had come into engagement with therapists, psychotherapists before and so forth. So that was common to me. So that's commonplace to me. But like yeah. a hypnotherapist, for example, other than meeting someone like yourself through Tony or whatever, it's very difficult to access people like yourself, not in a sense that you're not out there. It's just it's not commonplace. How do you think people can start to make this more of a commonplace so people can understand the therapy and types of therapy available to them? By doing exactly what we're doing now. I mean, I've been out there doing this for six years. It's only I've only done it as a, you know, push myself since the lockdown started and I've just um, left my job and now I'm doing this full time and I am inundated with people. And I think where it is, is that I think, first of all, that the NHS GPs and doctors need to start referring people to us and I think a lot of it as well because you can't I can't necessarily necessarily you know it's not easy to kind of put down on paper how it works so I think a lot of people are thinking well am I really going to refer to someone it's a little bit like hypnosis really we see people on tv making people act the fool and and all of that is it really going to help me with my childhood trauma you know so I think having conversations like this is the best way to do it. And the more I, on my Instagram, you'll see, I do loads of live videos and I post all my testimonials. And every time I do one or the other, I get another client because they're just not aware of it. I mean, listen, if, if you, you got an issue and you think, okay, I need to, I need to get some help. A lot of people say to me, you're the last person I've come to. This is this. I've tried everything else. I think just because they're not aware it exists on a clinical level because we don't talk about it that much. Yeah. And I want to just talk about the other benefits like uh, respiratory benefits and things like that and finding, especially like now that you, for example, because one of the key things I used to always think about when I worked in the healthcare sector was the pattern that, for example, when someone has a panic attack, your breathing yeah. gets elevated, things like this. So these things are all things that are impactful, sort of uh, people forget about the blend or the, the the sort of dynamics between your physical yeah. and your mental state. You know, people yeah. sometimes disassociate the two. People forget that if you're physically well or better off meditating, things like that, and trying to sort of 
uh, help with uh, sort of conditioning and stuff like that, that that kind of has a, a sort of positive effect. So I would like for you just to sort of explain to me some of the things that you sort of would recommend for people at base level. So for example, I only started doing this in lockdown, I'll be honest, was I took 10 minutes in a day just to meditate. No music, no nothing. Go into a quiet room, meditate, just sort of descale back because I started to realize because I work from home, it's kind of like I'm always working. I found myself yeah. always working. And that was one of the key things that I kind of started taking away from, especially in the first couple of months was like, I didn't know when my days started or stopped because, the, you know, in lockdown, you can't do much. So then you end up in this strange scenario where you're just working, 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 yeah, and yeah. you don't have any time for yourself. So is there any techniques that you would have for people or would you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. And also on top of that, you're you're bringing in the work energy into your home energy as well. And mm -hmm. so you can get a little bit confused, can't you? It's like they say to get a better night's sleep, you should only be on your bed when you're sleeping rather than watching TV or eating or um, mm -hmm. you know anything else. And, and just try to have it just so it's in your mind. This is where I sleep. Um, so meditation is a really good thing to do. And the recommended amount which I always recommend is two lots of 15 minutes a day. That's it. So it's not a long time. You might break it up even more. You might do one lot of half an hour, but two lots of 15 minutes is usually the best thing to do. And I describe meditation of a way of processing all the information in your head, like we do when we sleep. But meditation allows you to be on a conscious level while dealing with it. And because all the other time we're bringing in information either through our um, five senses or through our intuition. And so meditation allows us to stop bringing things in, process what we've got going on and kind of let that settle. And then you can continue feeling mentally refreshed. But, you know, what you were talking about with the mind, you know, the mind and the body are very, very much connected. And Tony will tell you, if you're not in the right mind frame for a workout, it's tougher, right? And so when you're geared up and when you're fired up for that workout, this, this kind of extra strength comes out of nowhere because you fire up your own adrenaline. And we can start our adrenaline off in our head. That's how it's created. The bottom line is that mm. is how it's created. And so anxiety is created in the head. So this is so they cause physical sensations. And so by sorting the mind out and, and you know, meditation is a great way. Um, you know, it allows physical sensations to to you know disperse as well yeah and actually you know I, I find it interesting i would like to know what's the correlation between some of the stuff that you take from other types of therapy and bring into hypnosis so could you like tell us like some more stuff that like whether it's cbt whether it's other practices that kind of interlink in what you do in your therapy sessions or what you also do in your coaching and all that yeah absolutely um, I use CBT techniques and CBT is the principle of CBT is that thoughts control feelings, which influence behaviors. That's the process, thoughts, feelings, behaviors. So if you've got this big issue in your life, this stressful issue and your thoughts are you're stressed about it, you're feeling negative. You know, I can't cope. I can't deal with this. This is really stressful. You're going to make yourself feel really bad and it could be physical sensations it could be, you know, nausea, it could be sweaty palms, it could be anything, but it can also be emotions. So I can feel anxious, upset, whatever. 
then that leads on to your behaviors based on your feelings. So if we're feeling that way, usually behaviors are negative in the fact that um, we have to, you know, we might, we could hide away at home, not talk to anybody, scream, shout, maybe eat junk food, don't sleep very well, all that stuff. And that gets us in an even worse frame of mind. So dealing with this is a lot more difficult. What I do is I go in at thoughts and think about all the positive gains you can make from this issue. Think about it from a positive point of view. You feel adrenaline in a good way. You feel fired up. You want to, you're ready to deal with it. Behaviours are go at it from a more positive point of view. It doesn't change that. It just allows you to action it from a more positive, stronger point of view. Now, if you can't get in a positive thought process, but you do know how you behave when you're thinking positively and feeling positively, you can reverse it and do that first. Now, again, Tony will be able to tell you this. He either gets up thinking, I want to work out, I want to work out, I want to work out, I'm fired up for this, feeling really, really good, loads of adrenaline, loads of strength, smashes the workout. Or he wakes up thinking, I don't want to do this, this is tough, this is awful, feels tired, feels lazy, this is tough. So what he could do if he can't change this is go and smash that as hard as he can. It will make himself feel good and then he'll tell himself that was worth it. So you can reverse it the other way. So that's what I do. So if, for example, um, we've got, so if on one of my lives I, I do with a girl called Amy and she said to me, she was talking about a mum who had depression and became an alcoholic and drank herself to death. And when we first started talking about it, she said, mum's an, alco- an alcoholic. And I felt, I feel sad because I feel upset. I feel angry because I wasn't loved enough to stop her drinking. And so, therefore, I got angry, I got upset, et cetera, et cetera, because feelings were negative. Mm. And I said to her, this is really interesting that you're you're describing her as an alcoholic, because previously you told me she was depressed. Why are you describing her as an alcoholic? You should be describing her as someone with depression who drank to cope. Mm. And so I just said to her, right, perception number two is she's depressed. The only way she can cope is to drink. Now, how do you feel? And she was like, oh, well, I've gone from feeling angry to I feel a bit upset and I feel sorry for her. Okay, so now how does that change your behaviours? Oh, okay, well, actually, I would have helped her more. Right, now let's go third scenario. Her drinking is not linked to the love for you at all. Just believe it. Now she felt really happy felt a bit sad because she felt like she'd wasted some time, positive behaviours. So what I do is I offer different perceptions of the mm. same situation to change feelings and change behaviours so that they can deal with it or move on if it's a past event. Ah, that's quite interesting. <laughs> I feel very, <laughs> I was actually very interesting for me actually just thinking about that, is how your paradigm or outlook on something or events yeah. can affect or change how you see something or foresee something or your emotions and feelings towards that. It's the whole kind of, the you know, different views can change uh, how you feel about something. Uh, or yeah, perspectives. And sometimes, I mean, you think that we could do this on our own and sometimes we can, but sometimes we need a coach to be able to do that for us. And, that, and that, you know, it's a technique I tend to use with most clients now. 
just to get them on a level playing field, feeling positive, feeling able to deal with it. Because a lot of people, I call it, they get caught up in their whirlwind of thoughts, negative thoughts. And a whirlwind is out of control. And once it's out of control, they can't do anything. They get stuck. So I calm the thoughts, get them under control, and then we can deal with it in a more logical way. And that's just CBT. (laughs) And and that's the uh, short answer. (laughs) i've been i've literally i've literally been quiet because like i've just been i've just been listening because i'm just learning all all of this is is kind of like it's not new to me but it's new to me and i don't want i don't want to be say i don't want to i didn't want to say too much because i didn't know what kind of what to ask but i've just been i've learned a lot from just listening to you guys and god we've asked you for us the right questions and i hope everyone that's listening right now We'll, we'll take I know in fact I know anyone that's listening right now is going to take some gems from this because everything that you've said is just like I've just been like I've had like a lot of aha moments like yeah. okay all right you do it you so, do, uh, do it with your clients imagine you have a client who turns up and goes I don't want to do this today you do it you'll go come on you've got this we've got this you know yeah. so you change their thoughts change their feelings mm-hmm. and then they do what they need to do so you do do it and we do it for each other we do it for friends we you know what i do is i purposefully sit and go right how am i going to change this right let's go different perception that perception that perception but we do do it we all do it for each other all the time yeah and that's that's something you can do for yourself as well like be aware of your your own thoughts and be aware of your like your own situation yeah um and just kind of change your own thoughts We've all got that mate, yeah, that we know we can phone up and they just go, pull yourself together, man. I'm trying not to swear here. Normally it's swearing. You know, <laughs> it's just, all good. <laughs> come on, man, just pull yourself together, whatever. And we go, all of a sudden, it's like this light switch has gone off and we go, yeah, he's right, actually. Yeah, what What the hell was I stressed about? And so that that's what we do. And I do it for myself. So using NLP, I've anchored, because anchors are information that you bring in through one of your five senses that create an emotional reaction i've anchored saying to myself i don't give a fuck and i literally just calm so if i'm stressed about something i say it out loud to myself and Mm. it's like i don't care and i just go ah okay i'm all right now of course i do care but it just gets me on a better level to deal with it that's it that's that's uh, now that you told me that that's 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 something I need to start trying on myself. I, I feel like that you can use that to stop procrastination as well. Yeah, of course. Use that to stop. Listen, we we all have anchors all the time. We've all got this stuff. This is recognizing what you've already got in place. So, as a coach, I would say to you: Is there ever a situation where you know you got so fed up with something, you say something to yourself, and you're like, I'm, I'm over it. We all get there at some point with something. So we need to reflect back and think about what is it I do or say or see that makes me go, I've had enough of this, I'm over it, I'm getting on with it. If you can recognise that, you can do it sooner. So I used to work for Waitrose and I couldn't, I hated taking criticism. It used to get on my nerves so much. And I'd I'd walk around for hours thinking, why do I do this job anyway? I hate this job, you know, and all of that. And then I realised, and I was... I was kind of paralyzed in my moving forward until I stopped that thought process. And so I actively recognized that I switched from being stuck to to feeling good 
by swapping my thoughts from I'm not good enough to solution thinking, like what am I going to do to get out of this? What am I going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again? And I recognised the trigger, which was I don't give a fuck. And so what I do now is when I start to feel bad, instead of waiting all day to get there naturally, I just do it purposefully, change my thought process and I feel better already. So if you can recognise what you already do, because we all already do it, if you can recognise what that is, what that trigger is, bring it forward in time and you're in a better mindset quicker. Nice. Right. There we go. Right. With that being said, guys, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut it short here because I feel like we could we could go we could go on and on about this, about this topic. Uh, but let's let's cut it short here. Um well, where, where can we find you? Where where can anyone listening find you? So I, I operate my business from my Instagram page and, and I haven't needed to make a website yet because it's very popular. Um, it's Will Life Coach PT. Uh, and although I am a PT, I don't have time for it. <laughs> but uh, uh, Will Life Coach <laughs> PT. Um, sometimes it helps if someone's trying to lose weight. I do offer a diet. Plan, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Will Life Coach PT. Please send me a DM if you want to just check me out and see what I'm up to. Just look at the live videos and read my testimonials, all the testimonials. And I, I know business, a lot of businesses use fake testimonials. They know they do do it just because they want people to, to like the page. I can hand on heart tell you that all of my testimonials are 100% real. I haven't got any friends to write them. They are all from legit clients. So um, I, I have an unwavering belief that no matter what your issue is, I can help you. I know I can help you amazing i like i like that i like that and there you have it guys it's been poa we're signing off now thank you for listening guys uh make sure you check us out on instagram facebook twitter the whole bang and make sure you give will a follow and check him out as well all right thank you for being here will thank you thank you for inviting me